Hey, if you're out there in the dating market nowadays, then you gotta be on the apps. We're talking Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, Grindr, probably a whole bunch of other ones. And they're great, because for the most part, you can meet way more people in a way more convenient way. And if you're a killer, well, it also gives you access to a bunch more people to meet up with. Here are five times people met their murderer on a dating app. Number five, Chance Seneca. While most of us tend to pick role models who have done great things in this world, a man from Lafayette, Louisiana named Chance Seneca looked up to a very bad man whom he wanted to emulate. And that person was Jeffrey Dahmer. Dahmer, as you must know by now, so I won't go into details, was a notorious serial killer from Milwaukee back in the 80s and early 90s. Seneca, who was born in 2001, started to become obsessed with the infamous criminal during his early teen years. The books he read, the movies he watched, the internet searches he made literally all revolved around Dahmer's chilling persona and crimes. His social media even showed that sometime in 2018, he inquired with various tattoo parlors on Facebook about getting a tattoo on his forearm with the name and or face of Dahmer, and two years prior to that, he bought a rabbit and named it after the killer. Such was his fascination with the murderer that he extensively wrote in his career aspirations workbook about his desire to become the next J.D. And in June of 2020, Seneca's intense obsession finally manifested when he jumped onto the Grinder app and made a profile. After that, it wasn't too long before he matched with a man named Holden White. The two seemed to hit it off, and they had great conversations. Like anyone who finds a solid match in a dating app, the two decided to meet up in person. Seneca picked White up and ended up driving the victim to an abandoned house, at which point he showed his true intent by pulling out a handgun and forcing his victim to put on handcuffs. With his target now bound, the young Dahmer wannabe attempted several methods to kill White in the most painful of ways. He did so by strangling the victim until he passed out. After that, he hit him in the back of the head with a hammer before stabbing his neck with some icicles. He initially planned to dismember White, but something must have snapped him out of the evil deed because suddenly he bailed on his plans and instead called 911 before leaving the victim behind. White was rescued and luckily was able to survive the ordeal, but the extent of his injuries he suffered brought lasting consequences. He permanently lost sensation in his left hand. Meanwhile, the neck stabbing resulted in him not being able to speak as he normally once did. Needless to say, White, an art and theater student, incurred a lot of permanent scars on his body. This would be on top of the psychological trauma that he'll have to carry for the rest of his life. For the kidnapping, torturing, and attempted murder and dismemberment of White, Seneca, the now so-called grinder killer, has been sentenced to 45 years in prison. A punishment which much of the public considered insufficient considering the extent of his horrifying crime. Number 4. Timothy Olson. On November 17, 2022, 55-year-old Kim McCoolins, who was looking for love on Match.com, went to a bar on 10th Avenue in South Milwaukee 
to meet a man whom she had some conversations with online. Her date, Timothy Olson, was there waiting with a couple of drinks at the ready. Not long after, the bartender noticed something was off with Kim. She began to have a look on her face. She was turning pale and drowsy. Then she started leaning back against her seat. She went so far that she eventually fell off and slammed down on the ground, and the fall rendered the woman unconscious. The barkeep called 911 for help. Meanwhile, Olson, who was next to her the whole time, said that he was going out to retrieve her inhaler. But of course, he never returned after that. Kim was taken to a local hospital where they tried to revive her, but to no avail. Police immediately conducted their investigation to determine how the woman died, and consequently, Olson got on their radar. Detectives found out that about a week prior to Kim's death, another woman had also passed out at a bar in nearby Racine County while on a date with Olson, whom she met on Match.com. She, too, also died due to unknown reasons. But further inquiries unraveled a more nasty truth about the man, because about a month prior to these two incidents, on September 2nd, the man had also met with a woman whom he had brought around to a handful of hot spots for a date night. The following day, the victim said that she could not remember what had happened to her the night before. And upon checking her valuables, she discovered that there had been an unauthorized withdrawal from her bank amounting to around $400. Olson's downfall eventually started on November 23rd because that night, a 79-year-old woman was having drinks at a restaurant bar in Franklin, a city in Milwaukee County. Olson approached her using a fake name. He offered her a drink, which she politely declined, and that didn't sit well with him. When the lady left the bar, Olson approached her in the parking lot. And this rattled her, and she couldn't do anything as he pointed a gun into her side. He ordered her to drive to an unspecified place where he kept her for a number of hours. During this time, the kidnapper took her phone and made around $300 worth of fraudulent purchases using her accounts. He had attempted to even go to her bank to siphon more money, but they weren't able to make withdrawals since it was the holidays. She finally made her escape when the kidnapper ordered her to park at a mall. She took that chance to run away and call the cops. Olson also ran away and hid out in an unspecified location for several days. But police eventually saw him on November 29th in Franklin City, where he tried to escape, but there was no chance as they had him surrounded. Aside from the two fatalities, Olson was also suspected of committing other crimes like burglaries and other online-related scams. He's now currently being held in custody, and hopefully he gets locked away for a long time. Number 3. Blanca Arlano Just how far exactly would you go for love? For Blanca Arlano, she was more than willing to leave her family back in Mexico and embark on a thousand miles journey to be with her beau in Peru. It was in early 2022 when 51-year-old Blanca first met Juan Pablo Villafuerte in an online gaming room. The two hit it off and took things offline and had been communicating exclusively from there. One of her nieces, Carla, said that they had been communicating regularly. In one of their conversations, the aunt supposedly said that her relationship with Villafuerte was going well, 
and that she was in love. So fast forward to July, and the gamer lady announced to her family that she had decided to be with Juan Pablo, a 37-year-old med student in Peru. There was nothing that could stop her from being together with her foreign Casanova. And so on the last days of October, the Mexican woman flew 3,000 miles from her hometown in Mexico City all the way to Lima. And she couldn't have been happier or more excited to start this new chapter. Two weeks later, though, on November 7th, her messages back home suddenly stopped. And since then, no one had heard from Bianca at all. Carla reached out to Juan Pablo, who simply told her that her aunt decided to leave because she got bored. According to him, she left his home in the beach city of Hacho, where they were staying while at the time looking for a plane ticket for her back to Mexico. Villafuerte then said rather dismissively, I don't know anything else from here, and I'm saying this with sadness. Desperation forced Arlano's family to hit up social media to ask for help in locating Blanca, whom they said had gone missing on November 7th. The post went viral, forcing Peruvian authorities to launch an investigation, and three days later, a report came in about the discovery of a severed finger on the beach of Hacho, and it had a silver ring on it. A day after that, detectives were called out to identify a faceless head, an arm, and a torso with all the internal organs removed that had washed ashore. Blanca's family then identified the remains as belonging to their loved one. Police wasted no time to arrest Villafuerte, whom they charged with human organ trafficking. Later emerged that shortly after the woman's disappearance, rather stupidly, the suspect had been posting TikTok videos of him dissecting body parts, including a pancreas and a brain. A quick search of his property revealed evidence of blood in the bathroom, the laundry room, and on the mattress. It's yet to be found out how this investigation plays out, but... Suffice to say, it looks like a pretty open and shut case. Unfortunately, though, in the process, Blanca, it appears, had fallen victim to someone with a heinous plan. Number 2. Shraddha Walker Shraddha Walker and Aftab Punawala's love story began when they met each other on the popular dating app Bumble. However, Shraddha's Hindu parents were against her relationship with Aftab, who is a Muslim. But determined to live their lives according to their own terms, the two young people moved from Mumbai and rented a pad in Delhi in 2019, where they both worked as call center agents. Things were going well at first, but eventually the couple's common friends noticed that the two fought rather frequently, as Shraddha suspected her live-in partner of cheating on her. Their arguments escalated from there, and in 2020, Shraddha started to pressure Aftab to marry her, and in response, he tried to strangle her. Miss Walker filed a complaint to the Mumbai police against Mr. Punawala for this assault. In the paperwork, it stated that he also allegedly threatened to kill her and cut her into pieces. And a few months after this incident, Shraddha was reported missing, and Aftab became suspect number one. During an interrogation, the boyfriend told police that whatever happened took place in the heat of the moment and was not deliberate. The ominous statement prompted authorities to prod further into the matter, 
now suspecting that he most likely killed her. After some more digging, eventually, Punawala confessed to his crime and gave up to authorities more details on what exactly happened. Apparently, the disgruntled lover killed his 27-year-old partner in May of 2022 by strangling her to death. He then chopped her body up into 35 pieces and stored the parts in his home fridge. And then, over the next several months, Pumala went around town disposing of the remains, one piece at a time, in different parts all over Mumbai. A follow-up was made and it led to the discovery of some of the body parts and bones. It was also revealed that a month after allegedly killing Shraddha, Aftab had hooked up with another woman who he had met on the Bumble app. He even brought her several times to his apartment where the remains of his deceased lover were still being kept. Punawara is currently being detained for the crime, which is now being dubbed in the media as the Fridge Murder. Number 1. Wendy Duane Most parents would do anything they could to make sure their child was safe, no matter how old they are. Wendy Duane was 28 years old, old enough to make her own life decisions, but her mother was still quite vocal about her disappointment in what she was doing, and for a good reason. Wendy was a third grade English teacher at Boone Elementary School in Houston, Texas, and a very good one at that. In 2021, she was honored by the school as Teacher of the Year. Wendy's future was looking bright, professionally and career-wise. However, this all changed when she met someone on Meet Me, the online dating app. On there, she met 26-year-old Sharvis Thompson. Excited about the new flame, Wendy showed a picture of the man to her mother and asked if she liked him, to which she didn't hold back and replied, No. Driven by her intuition, Mrs. Duane told her girl she had a bad feeling about Thompson. But Wendy continued to date the man and even brought him to her home in Sugarland, Texas. And they had been together for about a week when the shocking news came in. On January 7th of 2023, Sugarland police responded to reports of a shooting near Oxford Mills Lane. Four gunshots were heard, and according to neighbors, the sound came from Miss Duane's property. When officers arrived, they found Wendy lying dead in the backyard from multiple gunshot wounds. A quick inquiry revealed that she and her new man friend had a heated argument moments before the shooting. After that, he was seen driving away in his vehicle. Authorities wasted no time to track down the suspect, whom they were able to arrest at his home in Louisiana, which was about 260 miles away from the crime scene. Police have yet to reveal additional details about Wendy's tragic fate. However, it has been confirmed that the accused is now currently being held in custody on murder charges. So there were five times people met their murderer on a dating app. Some freaky stories there, but... Don't be scared, guys. You gotta get out there and meet the love of your life. If you want more stuff from us, you want uncensored, more creepy things, you gotta check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash scary mysteries. Recently, we just put out a video about last words of death row inmates, as well as five famous unsolved murders in Japan. So if you want more from us, go check it out. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. 
and I'll see you soon.